My name is Michael Piccarella, and with me tonight in the famous Dracula Caves below Castle Dracula is none other than Dracula. Good evening, Michael. Good, e good evening, Drac. So, you're known to be set in your ways. I'm a traditionalist. So you're set in your ways. Well, I'm a romantic. I get emotional about the past, and I like to do things that remind me of the past. So you won't change. Well, I'm a bit nostalgic in my sentimentality. Right. So you do the same thing over and over again, night after night, year after years. You're set in your ways. Michael, I'm a traditionalist. Pardon my asking, but you don't seem to sound anything like the other Draculas I've seen in the movies. In fact, you don't even sound like a vampire at all. You sound like the average podcaster. Well, Michael, it's tough these days. You know, a vampire can't just attack his prey. He must be invited inside the house of his prey to then be able to attack said prey. Michael, to get that invitation, I had to change the way I talk. So you're a traditionalist. about it. I can't wait, but first we should go around and get some of these jewels up here, see if we can find the jeweler, or anything yeah. like that. I mean, it's really bad up here, but but we definitely need to try to find this jeweler. Or, but we need to be careful, though, too, because there's a lot of rock monsters up here. I was just gonna say, as, as you guys out there listening can probably tell, we're in the middle of a snowstorm here in the Carpathian Mountains. And as Tom was just saying, we're looking for jewels and gems out here. And if you've read our book, Transylvania Traveler, then you know about the gems and jewels in these mountains. And if you haven't checked out our book yet, just go to jackolanternpress.com to get it. Tom, I think we should turn back. Um, the storm seems to be picking up, and I don't think we're going to find these gems and jewels. Yeah, I don't think so either. Let's let's just head back. I think there's a tent where we
we could get back to the tent and then we can what? Uh, we could maybe yeah the tent yeah can you hear me yeah it's so dang loud out here well, yeah, yeah let's let's, let's just get back cover yeah let's go let's go find I thought we had a a, a tent that we could go back to and maybe we could get in there that'd be great I did I also saw a hut like a little hut maybe we can find anything but in the meantime let's go ahead and turn the podcast over to mr count dracula back at his castle studio to report transylvania news from jack-o'-lantern press drac thank you michael in recent crime a 201 year old ghost was arrested for not being scary in the 600 block of haunted mansion row in the black lagoon then in transylvania hills get this a thief took a stolen brain from frankenstein's lab over in the mad science district someone vandalized mr hyde's laboratory the damages would have cost five thousand dollars to make mr hyde is offering a five hundred dollar reward to the one or ones responsible for the renovations and finally in downtown Transylvania forgery and money scams did not take place in the 1300 block of Crooked Corner Lane. What a crime. From the stage and studios desk, we've learned that in a recent interview with Conan the Barbarian on Midnight with Barb, the creature from the Black Lagoon has plans of playing the title role in a reboot of the popular Wolfman film franchise. Then there's the news of King Kong and Godzilla, who are working with TV writer, director, and producer Amy Sherman Palladino of the human world to reboot the comedy drama series The Gilmore Girls. From our star sighting section of JLP, the headless horseman was spotted test driving a Chevy Volt early the other morning through Sleepy Hollow. Sources said he still didn't have the nerve to cross the bridge. Also, Chucky was recently seen with his arm around the Annabelle doll at a puppet show in downtown Transylvania. Reports say there are kissing photos that just haven't surfaced yet. Now for some obituaries. First up, Jack the Zombie, 1968 to 2019. Jack the Zombie died due to a headshot back in August in the streets of Shadow City. He spent his afterlife doing what he did best, eating brains. And he ate a lot of them. He's survived by hundreds of other zombies he infected over the years who are still out there roaming the street. In lieu of dead flowers, brain donations may be made to the Jack the Zombie Foundation for the Walking Dead. Next, we have Pam, 2019 to 2019. Pam the giant insect was shot down in downtown Transylvania last month. City officials can't move her now. They can't break her apart and they can't blow her up because a blast would take out the nearby buildings. Services will take place where the enormous monster was killed. According to members of the Downtown Transylvania Planning Commission, the city will turn the remains of the creature into a mixed-use development. Part playground for the kitties, where they can slide down the tarsus of the insect's leg, and part high-rise apartment units, which will be built into the shell of the big bug. It'll be quite a view from up there. Most insects only live a few hours, but when Pam was exposed to radiation and enlarged to her humongous size earlier in the day, she decided to go out with a bang and attack the city. 
Boy, did she ever. Long live Pam. That's the news from Jack-O-Lantern Press. For more, visit jackolanternpress.com and click on the Read tab. Until next time, good evening. Thanks, Jack. So Tom and I found some cover. It's a little hut here in the mountains, and uh, inside we found a communications post. So uh, with that, we'll be able to get our sister Lori, or Loretta as we've known her. So Tom, you ready to give Loretta a call? Yeah, so one thing I do want to bring up real quick is just for everybody, you know, because we're in this storm, uh, we're probably going to have a lot of communication issues uh, with the interview. You might get some drops. I mean, I, I still, you're still going to hear, you know, everything clearly, um, but there might be an occasional uh, a drop just because there's this storm is crazy right now here at Carpathian oh, commun- uh, Mountains. This communications post doesn't look like the greatest uh, form of communication, but we'll give it a try anyway. Yeah, so one thing I wanted to bring up, too, is that uh, we are um, doing this while uh, it is Friday the 13th, and it is a full moon. That doesn't happen very often, uh, so just wanted to throw that in there, too. But with that, let's uh, let's see if we could get uh, Loretta on, uh, on the line here. Okay, so uh, here we go. Let's go ahead and uh, try this thing out. Okay, so we are talking into the communications post. The quality isn't the greatest, but uh, Loretta, are you there? I am. Or actually, we should probably call you Lori because that's what you go by, but we always know you as Loretta. It is Loretta. Okay. But I guess it'll be Lori for right now. Just because that's what you go by. (laughs) Right. But, uh, okay, so um, I was thinking that we would um, talk about our Halloween traditions um, in kind of three acts. The the first one, like our traditions that we remember um, growing up, the traditions that um, we, we observe presently, and then the the traditions that we see ourselves doing in the future are things that we want to, uh, to do in the future. Like maybe things that we, uh, are thinking of doing or would be cool to do. Um, so yeah, if you want to start it off, like, do you, what do you guys think as far as, as traditions growing up? Um, what things do you guys remember? Yeah. You want to start with, with just childhood, right? Yeah. Trick or treating. So yeah. it's kind of funny. So both both you and I, Mike, had a conversation about this. And then this morning I, when I was talking to Loretta slash Lori, um, I was I was talking to her about like what was she doing when we went trick or treating or when we were setting up a haunted house? Like what where was she? Did she go trick or treating? Like we didn't know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. When you and I were talking, I was like. You know what? I didn't even really think. I mean, at the time, I'm sure I did, but just thinking back, uh, where the heck were you? <laughs> where, yeah, where did you go? I, 
evidently I was hanging out with some ghouls somewhere because I don't remember either. <laughs> yeah, that's what was really funny about it this morning when you said that. You're like, I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, I think I remember one year um, when you were dating that Robert guy who always drove like he had like five different like, Volkswagen rabbits. And I remember you guys setting up a party at his house. So I'm assuming there was probably a Halloween party there. Maybe when you lived with Rachel, you you guys had a Halloween party at that house. I don't know. Um, the only one I really kind of remember is on Roman Drive. There was a couple years you guys did uh, on the haunted house through the garage. And you had gone out and gotten all the moss that you hung. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, there was some cool stuff. I, that year, um, I remember standing outside with Mom and Jack, and we were just watching all the kids line up. And we'd laugh. Everybody would laugh. All the adults were out there having cocktails. And we were laughing every time someone got, got scared and we'd hear some stuff going off. I remember that year, but I don't remember too many of the other ones. I remember the one year that you guys were at the um, – what was that? That Petaluma Mill? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That you had put together um, that one. I remember the really cool uh, yeah, you know bridge what? that you guys do with the plexiglass. Yeah. And then I remember I worked at Price Club at the time and I went back to the meat department. They would never be able to do this now, by the way. But we ended up getting like a bunch of scraps of meat and we put it in a cooler. We filled up like one of those big coolers and we brought it to that haunted house and we used it night after night. And I remember at the end of our run, it, sm it smelled so yeah, bad it in there. It was like all it that raw. <laughs> yeah, but you remember when we went, we went up onto that, to that mountain in Ronard Park, way the heck up there with, with actually Adam's Dodge Dart and we bagged up all of that moss off oh, of the yeah. trees. You know, it's weird, though, just to go back to Roman Drive, like I didn't even remember that you were outside, Loretta. I, I had no idea that you were even outside. Like, that's how preoccupied. You didn't care where your sister was. <laughs> I, I think we were so preoccupied in doing haunted houses our whole lives that I, I don't even remember. But let's go back even further. Like, let's go back to, you know, Sandra Court in Newberry Park, because all of the, the times that you just brought up, you know, you were in high school, I was in, I think, starting middle school, and Mike was probably, I think, starting high school. No, but if we in, go back even in Newbury further. Park, in Newbury Park, I was in elementary school, because we left oh, yeah, when no, I we was were, like we were, halfway into- No, 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 I'm saying the stuff that she remembered, it was when we were at Roner Park. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Newbury Park back then, you remember bringing up something that that Loretta and and her boyfriend at the time, Randy, yeah. made that dummy. Yeah. Do you remember that, Loretta? So this we we had hadn't made a haunted house before, <laughs> but I think I think I was in like fourth or fifth grade, and I came home from school one day or that day it was Halloween, and you and Randy were building this dummy in the garage windows, that red devil mask, and you guys were using, it was like that cardboard cylindrical you know, tube pole or whatever the heck it was, and you made this really cool monster. You had all these lights set up and cobweb in the window, and it was just the one scene. And um, I remember we went trick-or-treating that night, but when we came back, there were people going by 
and they saw that monster and they're like, whoa. And they were just sitting there looking. And, and I remember Derek Cope was out there and he's like, come back next year. It'll be better. And from that point on, it was like, we're making haunted houses from now on. Forget trick or treating. It was like that, that scene in the window really set the tone for, you don't remember any of that? I don't remember any of that. <laughs> what I remember in on Sandra Court is I know every year we went, um, to the pumpkin patches. They'd only allow us to get these tiny little pumpkins and then we'd carve them out. And then I think uh, mom and dad used to go to the grocery store and get some other ones and dad would always carve some cool pumpkin. But I remember putting them in those little evergreens in the front yard and yeah. that little black metal stool every year. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that I forgot it. <laughs> I forgot about that stool. That Wait, thing the was a black metal stool. Yes, I don't yeah. remember that. Yes. I bet, I bet, Dad still has that dang. I totally does. forgot about that. <laughs> dude, dude, I guarantee you, Tom, if you saw that thing, you'd say, "Oh yeah, I, I can totally picture that thing." Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, hey, you Loretta, know, do you do you remember when we used to dress up? As kids, and remember when, when I had I did that uh, Joker card, and and oh, I yeah I had the uh, the poster boards with the Joker card on the front. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. remember that? Do you even remember what you guys were wearing? What no, you and Mike had? No clue. No. Yeah, I, I don't not remember not. either. I was just curious if you did. Uh -huh. I only remember a few costumes, like. Um, I remember one year I couldn't couldn't decide what to be and it was last minute and I think we were like well we were all going trick-or-treating or something in fact I don't even know if you guys were with us maybe you were maybe you weren't and um, I don't even remember who I was with for that matter but, but I remember mom gave me green leotards and then she made some little flower thing and then she handed me a flower pot to stand uh, in. <laughs> I do remember that oh, I, I was just gonna say it I think horrible. I remember something like that yeah, I think I remember that. What the heck that were class. you? She was a plant, like a flower. A plant? Just a plant? Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so let's, and if we go back, offer. if we go back a little further and we want to talk about traditions, this was definitely a tradition for many years. And I'm pretty sure, I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure um, Loretta was in this, but dad's tape, he, he recorded reel to reel. He did a lot of like slow motion growls and chains on a board. And I remember him recording that in the Canoga park house, which means I was probably two or three when he made that. And I'm pretty sure Loretta, do you remember, like, did you, were you screaming in the background or was that mom? No, that was me. I remember he's like, scream, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> and then yeah. ended up being just stupid. That's right. Yeah, that's so right, because stupid. it was in slow motion, and it's like, ah! 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 And yeah. 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 Then so dad bad. goes, <laughs> that You know, that thing we played, he, well, he played that every year, and then we even played it. Every year. And do you remember when we tried to, to make that and it just didn't sound right. Remember we, oh, yeah, you it wasn't and I, Mike? Yeah, yeah it was, but it, it wasn't nearly sucked. as good. Yeah. And yeah. The funny thing that kind of brings up another tradition, and that was at Maple School when he would make the haunted house in room number nine, and he would always play that tape there. But um, every year, I remember 
doing that carnival, um, that haunted house. And it was a cool carnival. And of course, when dad left, you know, they tried doing a haunted house and they, they did it on the stage in the auditorium and it sucked. You'd like walk in between like these folded up tables that oh, they yeah, used at the lunch. Yeah, it was terrible. But dad's was always really. That. Oh man, it, it do was you remember really room number nine. I had I don't that. Remember that. What I do remember is him painting a big Dracula. And I think there was like, they had to throw something through the, through the holes, like oh, a beanbag yeah, yeah. toss. It was, uh, it was a huge Dracula that looked really cool. Yeah. It was a, it was a felt heart. So it was a, it was a, a piece of felt cut out as a heart and it was where the heart was. And then you had like these Velcro balls and you had to try and stick it on the heart. Um, but yeah, I remember him you, painting. I don't even, I just remember the, the big, the, cause it was big. It was tall. These are yeah. the things that I don't remember what I did yesterday, but I remember these Halloween details. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's always some Halloween. Hey, so do you, Loretta, do you remember at um, elementary school getting those book, uh, those those book uh, order oh, forms? The, oh, yeah, the Scholastic. Yeah, and we would go back and we would circle the books that we wanted. And I remember one year we – we got like a whole bunch of the uh, these Halloween books, and we were sitting there waiting for them forever. Do you remember those? Oh yeah, one of them was um, ghastly, ghostly riddles. Ga- yeah, <laughs> ghastly, ghostly. Uh, I thought it was ghastly, ghostly, ghostly, or something like that. Riddles or something like that. Maybe yeah, it's something like that. Do you, you remember those, Loretta? I remember the scholastic stuff. But I don't remember the books. You don't remember any of the books, no. huh? I no. mean, I, but speaking of Maple School, I used to I used to like how in elementary school you would you would get on the bus and you would actually go to the pumpkin patch, um, and the, the pumpkin patch that we went to you you couldn't get out of the bus and go and find your pumpkin. You had to get on the tractor ride and take it out to the pumpkin fields. And then you'd pick your pumpkin, take the tractor ride back. We'd go back to school and it was like, you had this pumpkin and it was ours. And it was like Halloween was coming. Like that was always, that was always a neat tradition, but that was only through elementary school. But it was definitely something that when we did that, you knew Halloween was coming. Cause it was always like the week before Halloween. And then of course I always liked the the costume contests and parades and stuff. Cause I was always like to see what, what people would dress up as. And, and of course I always liked wearing stuff, um, you know, cause in, to see if anyone would know who I was, you know, underneath some, you know, ghoul mask or werewolf mask or something. Uh, uh, I remember the year that to some park or some thing and, and I dressed up as Miss Piggy and you were Kermit the frog. Well, I remember that. I don't remember, <laughs> remember that. that at all. Was that the, yeah, was there a haunted the house there? It, there was a haunted I house. No, maybe I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember that park, and we had us to go walk up there together. We were Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> so here's another tradition. I'm sure that you guys remember this, and it is uh, a book that we used to read every year. Or Dad would read it to us. And that is Jack Proletsky's It's Halloween. Yeah, that's classic. That's classic. And do you guys have a favorite a favorite poem from that book? 
The goblin. The goblin. Which one is yours, Tom? The goblin as the goblin can be. Who is sitting outside and who is waiting for me? Yeah, waiting for me. (laughs) Yeah, that that one is is the one I always remember. But my favorite one is the haunted house. That's definitely my favorite. Mine's. I've always kind of gone back and forth between the haunted house and the goblin. At least when I was a kid. But I think my favorite one now is actually the very last poem where they're talking about how it's late and they're sleepy, the air is cold and still, the jack-o'-lantern's in the window and they all go inside, you know, they have their pajamas on and they're kind of like divvying up the candy and then they go, they're going to go to sleep and dream of all they've done and all the, the witches and monsters that they're thinking of outside. So as I've gotten older, that one for some reason is just neat because it's like the imagination of the holiday so I, that's probably my favorite one now if I had to pick. I, I definitely yeah, like that one, but I can honestly say that the, the only part that I don't like about that is that it's I read that on Halloween night when I'm all done cleaning everything up and I'm watching House on Haunted Hill and, and that's coming to an end. And then I grab that book and I start reading it and then I get upset because, well, Halloween's over. Yeah, so. uh, that's definitely true. Yeah, you're like, oh, man, it's this night went by too quick. <laughs> yeah. So what what about um, for, for dinner? Do you guys have any or do you remember traditions as kids, like what we used to eat? I feel like it was spaghetti that we had all the time. Or do you guys remember uh, or spaghetti? Yeah, it was pizza or spaghetti. None of us ever wanted to eat. We're like, we don't we don't want to eat. We're not hungry. <laughs> we're like, yeah, just wanted to get out there on the streets and start getting treats. <laughs> I still hate eating to this day. Like I'll order more than likely I order pizza and and I just want to hurry up. I'll eat like one piece and I pretty much just pitch it and go on and start setting up. So well, now as an adult, I have a totally different tradition. So, <laughs> yeah. So we'll we're definitely kind of stuck here. We get too many kids. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. Exactly. Um, I, my, I would say my. I don't know if my traditions have changed, but we'll get to that when we talk about the current ones. But um, what about um, Dad's Dracula costume? That was a, a tradition. He probably still has that. Yeah, dang okay. Cape. So remember, remember you and I having the whole conversation about what dad's favorite monster was. And I said, Dracula. Well, he always wore the Dracula costume. He always watched Dracula and always said that, you know, he liked Dracula. So that was the whole reason why I said dad, dad's favorite monster was Dracula. Because, I mean, hell, just as Loretta said about the board where he painted Dracula, he played Dracula in room number nine. I mean... He always was Dracula. And then when I asked him recently, he liked the Wolfman. So I couldn't believe that he actually went away from Dracula and went to the Wolfman. I just thought that was weird. I always thought the Wolfman was his favorite. But yeah, I think. Yeah, I thought so too. But yeah, I bet I, I guarantee you he still has that cape, like that dang blue robe at Christmas. Okay, so oh, obviously you guys yeah, remember. He still the has blue that blue robe. I just want you to know still, that. He still and has it, and it's shredded to pieces. He do doesn't you know wear he still it. Has, do you know he still has those slippers? Uh, no. 
Oh, yeah, he does. He still has the slippers and he has the robe. <laughs> it's crazy so about that. That robe was in every home movie, every Super 8 home movie, Ever. if you go through the Christmas. Everyone. From before Tom and I were born, the first ones where you were in them, Loretta, and he had that blue robe and he still has the robe. So I guarantee you he has that Dracula cape still, too. Oh, probably. I'm sure he does. <laughs> right along with his uh, Three Musketeers sword. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now as far as like trick-or-treating goes, do you guys remember like any rules or traditions you, you had? Like thinking back to Newbury Park, because I think that's mostly when we went trick-or-treating. Were there any like rules you guys had when you were going out that you can remember? Yeah, I remember a few. Like what? Well, I mean, you'd only take one piece of candy out of a, a jar that somebody was there. Always make sure you carry a flashlight, you know. Um. Well, see, so for me, I remember like we were always told which streets to go on. Like we could go down our street, obviously, down Dewey and the next street, which I forget what it was. Remember, Edward Clippon lived on that street, which for some reason we always thought that that there was like a cul-de-sac where it's like, oh, the, the needles in the candy bars are in that cul-de-sac, so we're not going there. So that was a rule. That like, was like Edward, always a thing. Yeah, like we were, all, yeah. we were always told, don't eat the candy because they have syringes and they had it. Parents had to check them and all that razor yeah, blades and, it, and syringes. And it was where Edward Clippon lived because someone said, oh, yeah, "Don't go to Edward Clippon Street." You know, he puts needles in the candy bar. Remember that guy, Edward Clippon? No, but yeah, I don't but remember Edward Clippon. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember someone I met two seconds. Maybe he's ago. listening to our podcast right now, and he's like, "Well, heck, I don't want to listen to this podcast anymore." I, they said I put needles in candy. <laughs> but, but it was a neat. I remember as we got older, though, we started disobeying some of those rules. Like when we went trick or treating with Travis, and I think you were with us, Tom, but it would be like, you know what? We're going to go to the next street over and we're going to even go further. And all of a sudden, we found ourselves on streets we'd never been to, even in the day. And it's like, now we got to find our way back. And at that point, you start seeing the lights going out, that the jack o' lanterns are, are being blown out, the haunted houses are closing down, and now no one's on the streets. And you're like, shoot, I don't think we know how to get home. But that always, with that that kind of danger, was always what was cool about Halloween. I think we tried duplicating that as we got older, but as we got older, it wasn't scary anymore because you know we were older, so you kind of lost that. But um, I always remember those rules and, and and trying to duplicate those traditions. And, you know, obviously, you know, I think we started making haunted houses and when I was in fifth or sixth grade. So we were we moved on quickly after that. Yeah, um, I think uh, treating deal. I mean, well, I was older than you, so I died before. I died out before you guys did, but I think that we always looked when we were trick or treating, we always looked um, for the best houses that were decorated or when we were on the streets with kids and be like, Oh, they're giving away this kind of candy bar, or this candy. And everybody would run over to that house. Um, 
kind of a thing. Oh, um, and yeah, what I do remember I think is, you're gonna uh, say, you know, I think you're, you're going to say what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. probably not. I was going to say, you know, in, in current day movies, you watch all these shows where the older sibling, you know, has to take the little brothers out to oh. treating and all that. But, you know, I, did, I never felt like, I never felt that way. I mean, it was always just kind of a fun because it was such a big deal in our house for Halloween that it was always just kind of fun for us to, to, you know, all be out together until I got older. Then it was like, you're on your own guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, do, you, do you guys remember the one house in Newbury park? This was a rule and a tradition that we would skip a particular house. And it's because this lady always gave out her real estate stuff. It would be like a pad with Coldwell Banker. Oh, yeah, that's right. And every year. I just remember that. It was just a note. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that what? Was just <laughs> I forgot all about that. But just dude, a note. Yeah, we would open it up and everyone's like, oh, yeah, hey, we got our pad and pen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but every- you know what? It was a hell of a marketing ploy. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Still remember it. When I bought hey. my house, we went to Coldwell Banker. No, just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> that lady's yeah. still there in the house. <laughs> still giving away pens and pads. <laughs> uh, so there's, pens, baby. Pens and pads. There, there's, so there's one last tradition before we move on to current ones, and that is, of course, not Scary Farm. And I remember we went every year in Newbury Park um, to the point where, you know, mom would buy the tickets early. And I remember I would sneak upstairs and she would have the tickets in an envelope on her dresser. And I used to just open the envelope and look at the tickets. It's like, oh, man. So they were all spooky and stuff. But it was so exciting to go to that and see what they were going to do different each year. And obviously, you guys probably remember going to Not Scary Farm. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Um, but see, I hate stuff jumping out at me, so that's not exciting for me <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, what I remember of it, though, is when Jack was with us um, and we were walking through one of those haunted houses and there was some ghoul on a rope or some some sort and he kept flying down onto this chain link fence and that one time he flew a little too far and it knocked jack in the head and he was all oh blue. i do remember that i don't know if you guys that yep. yeah i that do was remember that that's right i forgot <laughs> about guys, that. so there's two things that i remember at not scary farm one was when we were on the mine the mine ride and we were going through and it and it stopped and everything was like just pitch dark and then remember they had those those lights that would pop on and those guys would be running out at you. And I think that's where Jack got hit was when we were on the, the mine no. ride. Was no. it not that? No, it was one of the walkthrough ones. Yes. Yeah, it was one through the, one of the walk. Oh, well, we I remember that mine ride where we were, we were sitting there on there and remember it, the whole train stopped and we were like in the middle of like this cave. And then all of a sudden the lights would, would, would like, pop up like a strobe light and they would be jumping out at us like i remember that distinctly and then i remember when we were waiting in line for that dinosaur ride but they converted the dinosaur ride into like a horror ride and that dude was sitting up on top playing the organ Uh, Yeah, it was the Halloween theme in the organ. Remember, we were like, this year, let's put an organist on the roof. Yeah, I remember. Remember, we were talking about taking those stupid little things that you, those little white, little uh, 
uh, firecracker things that you throw on the ground <laughs> and they snap. Remember, we were yeah, like, yeah, snap. we could throw them off the roof and people yeah, would be like, I mean, they wouldn't even snap if you got you threw them off that. Yeah, they the, got to be thrown real hard. But it was just funny that we were even thinking about that, like trying to reenact that whole thing. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know if you guys cool remember that. There. I remember like, yeah, I remember that they'd come running down like you'd be walking just in the middle of the park and they all of a sudden they'd come running on their knee pads and slide at you oh yeah now if something comes at me like that they're gonna lose a limb <laughs> yeah. i don't like stuff jumping at it <laughs> <laughs> so so as far as as um current traditions i guess one of uh, one of the old traditions i was going to bring up which kind of will segue into the current ones is decorations you know when we were kids a lot of our decorations were like the paper die cut ones that we taped up in the windows like and i still by the way i still have the frankenstein the wolfman dracula i have a couple of the haunted houses but i rebought a couple a couple decorations that we had as kids like that that um 3d paper die cut ghost on the coffin with the little rats but that was mainly our decorations growing up but no 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 the best one was the the haunted house 3d created one that was the best that if i remember any of them it would be well obviously some of the ones you just mentioned but that cardboard one that was 3d where you can open the doors and look in and if the light had you know hit you know certain things of that it would glow you know inside so you had like the ghost and stuff in there and it had the windows and i used to love that thing i don't know if yeah. you remember that loretta oh no yeah it was made i, I at, barely remember that yeah it was it was like it op- it was all paper you know it was like kind of cardboard like but it became 3d like you pieced it together um but it was like die cut and I found a picture online, but I couldn't find like what the name of it was or if anyone was selling it. If I mean, if I find that thing, I'm getting it. Oh, I'll but, get it in a second. But do that reminds remember, me of the skeleton. Of, uh, I was going to say one more thing. Do you remember when I don't remember who brought it home, but somebody went to the store? It might have been thrifty or, or something else. And they brought home the displays and they were the purple uh, like scenery with the black, like who brought that? Oh, home? you mean the with the little houses and people are trick or treating yeah. and all? Yeah, that was dad. I don't know if he got maybe Sprouse Ritz or Lucky or something. <laughs> he still has them, he still has those things. Does he? Yeah, when you go over to his house, go into the, the dining room area, that sitting room. Um, and underneath the couch, that's where he has them. Oh, I'm going to look at that again because I didn't even know he had those, but those used to be neat. I loved those things. Remember the skeleton uh, where he, he would hang it up right near the, the dine, dinette table? And, you know, every time he hung it up, then he would turn off the lights and the thing would glow. We would all just be glow, standing yeah. there looking at that skeleton. I, uh, I do remember that, too. Well, here's a comforting thought for you all now that we're all in our 40s. Those are now vintage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. That's crazy to even think about. 
so what, what do you guys do for for your decorations nowadays? I mean, do you still do some of the paper die cut decorations or or what do you do? Um, so now, well, I've kind of like changed things every year. So um, not really do the paper things anymore, but I do like a lot of the old vintage stuff. And then by vintage, I mean things like back from the 50s and 60s. Some of those things were very cool. Um but I have some of that, but my tastes have just really changed over the years from the cutesy stuff to more streamlined. Um, well, even this year, I'm changing changing my theme again, uh, trying to incorporate more metals this year with my pumpkins and things. So, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of gone from like cutesy juvenile things to a little more sophisticated things. And then with our outdoor stuff, because John is um, crazy like the rest of us are. I mean, we, we create all kinds of crazy things out there and, um, every year it's just something different that we add to it and change things up. So yeah. yeah don't you, do, you do like a scarecrow and hay bales of hay, if I, but that may have been years ago that I saw that. Yeah. You still that? We kind of change it up. Yeah. We kind of change it up all the time. This year we're going to do the three hitchhiking ghosts in the yard. And I'm going to try my hand at doing this tutorial to do Madame Leota for a front porch. So we'll see what that looks like. Like you're going to so make them like dummies or, or out of wood. Um, like, the hitchhiking ghosts we're going to do out of wood and do the like blue lighting on them. Oh, so cool. that <clears throat> yeah, they look kind of holographic. Yeah. And Loretta, do you still do all the, the spooky town stuff? Do you still go to Michael's and look for stuff or, or do you even put it up anymore? You know, the last couple of years we, we really haven't, I just don't have a whole lot of room for it. Plus the fact the cat will probably eat it. So <laughs> <laughs> where'd that trick or treater go in the, so wait, real, real quick exactly. before, where do you get most of your, your stuff now, Loretta? Do you get it at Michael's or do you go to like just various stores? Do you have a certain you know, place that you go all over? Like not home certain goods. places, but I mean, Home Goods is like a real good place for a lot of stuff. Um, Hobby Lobby, Michael's still, um, but you know, sometimes like Walmart and Target have really cool things too. So you just have to kind of keep an eye out. And you, you also do, you know, like little parties and stuff for Kiwanis. If you want to, you know, kind of throw a little bit of that in there too. Like last year, you um, did that yeah. chocolate thing. Well, last year, well, I, uh, I was going to say, you know, now it's a little different where before we, you know, we hurried up and eat so we can go do whatever. But over the last several, maybe last 10 years or so, I've, um, because we get so many kids that come here, we really can't leave the house anymore. So um, we just started throwing dinner parties. And each year I just changed my theme up of um, different different things that we do. So last year I did death by chocolate. And the entire yeah. meal had chocolate in it from, from the charcuterie board all the way to the dessert. So everything had, had chocolate in it. It was, that was, was a lot of fun. What was the main course? Um, so there was the chocolate charcuterie board. Then I did a, um, uh, I did a salad that had chocolate shavings in it. I did a <laughs> pump, uh, no, um, uh, what was it? A chocolate ravioli, which was delicious. Oh, wow. That then does sound good. I, yeah, it was and that was homemade. It was really, really good. And then what was, um, this, what was did, the sauce? What, what kind of sauce did you use on it? Um, we did like a cream sauce, like an Alfredo. Oh, like wow. A, um, oh, dang. Nutty, buttery sauce. 
And then for the main dish, we did a chicken mole because the mole sauce has chocolate in it. And right. I made chicken uh, chocolate black beans to go with that. And then for dessert, I did a chocolate creme brulee. And you and have then I made chocolate. From, um, no, I have people, just our friends, our good friends. And um, and a lot of them are, are Kiwanis members, but um, but just our good friends. I We had like 12 people last year. But um, usually it's somewhere between six to Halloween. You don't do it on Halloween night though, do you? Oh, you do do it on Halloween night. Yeah, we do. Yeah, Halloween night. Halloween night. So what what kind of decor did you have? Because I remember you sent those pictures and you also threw it up on social media and you had like an elaborate, uh, you know, spread there of decorations on on the table. If you want to go into some detail on that. Yeah. Well, those were fun. So I had two different tables because we had so many people in our house. And uh, so I did um, black plates with black napkins. And one one of the uh, tables was black and white. The other table was black and red. And all of them had a skeleton hand on it with a red rose. Um, then we coordinated the centerpieces to have lots of candles and skulls. Um, so it was just kind of a ghastly kind of thing, being that it was all death by chocolate kind of a thing. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Um, just I for- remember it was neat. It just was neat for, when I saw the pictures. Just for uh, listeners out there, um, in case they don't know, maybe you want to talk a little bit about your your party planning because you do quite the uh, the parties for all holidays. I mean, you did you did um, a crab feed. I can't remember when it was, but it was like zombie themed or something, which was really really, really cool. Um, but you do all kinds of different holidays and stuff for Kiwanis, but you know, you do this thing professionally. So maybe, uh, talk a little bit about your company and, and what you're doing with it. Well, um, gosh, since I can remember, I mean, um, uh, mom was the great inspiration for planning events and parties. So I attribute that all to her, but, um, start, I started a business called party imaginators about three years ago. And that's pretty much it. I mean, I just dream up all kinds of things. So, you know, I'm always working within constraints of budgets. And and, um, I always dream really big. And then I try to figure out how you could do it on very little money. And I'm very fortunate to have a husband who kind of just rolls with the punches. And even though he rolls his eyes at me a hundred times over when I tell him what I'm (laughs) thinking, uh, he always finds a way to create things for me. Um, What you're talking about was the shrimp boil that we did. It was a Cajun uh, shrimp boil. And so we produced a bar that was the voodoo lounge with the skeletons and uh, the hurricanes and things like that. And we have a pond area back there. So we had the skeleton that got his hand bit off by the, um, alligator and the alligators you know crawling into the pond so it's always a it's always a fun time when when people come over here because they know they're gonna get some type of of fun atmosphere but the business is great because I get to use all my creativity and people come to me because they you know want something out of the ordinary and they're like hey can you do this or that or the other thing and I'm like sure we can you know and um, just creating the impossible Um, the quote from Walt Disney, he says, I like to create things that, that are the impossible. And, and that's pretty much what I can, what I say I do. Um, most of the time I'm in a very tight budget. I would love to be able to have no budget. Um, I could really do some great <laughs> stuff, but, uh, 
but yeah, no, great time. It's it's a lot of fun to me. Um, some people call it a chore to put parties together, but I really enjoy it. So when the holidays come around, I just come up with different themes and then you just never know where it's going to take you and just have a whole lot of fun with it. Yeah, this the speakeasy thing was definitely always one of the ones that that I liked. Um, the you know what you guys put together for that that, that was always a fun one for sure. Um, but yeah, the uh, the uh, there's one there's something that you had at that dang uh, the the shrimp shrimp bake. Um, it was like what is your Cajun name? And it said uh, your use your first initial to find your first name. I have the picture right here. Hang on a sec. So they have they have a letter. So like A is sweet. If your if your name is Adam, then A is sweet. Um, let's see. My name M was where is it? M is sleepy. Okay. So first initial to find your first name. So sleepy. Use your middle initial middle initial to find your middle name. So Thomas is my middle name. So gumbo. So sleepy gumbo. And the last name for P, LeBlanc. So my name is Sleepy Gumbo LeBlanc. <laughs> so it was just a fun little thing. I saw the picture on your on your social media, and uh, I was like, oh man. I mean, everything just like what you did at Christmas time. You know, little games and the way you theme things. It's just so much fun. Um, I could see how that's a fun tradition. You know, you know, I think that I would totally enjoy, you know, going over to your house at Halloween. You know, obviously we don't live near each other, um, but it would be cool to go to your house at Halloween for for a tradition like that. Well, that that brings up that brings up the the next thing is is what do we want to do in the future? And and that was something that I had brought up for a little for a while to both of you guys. And what would really be neat. I mean, this year I am going to to your house, Mike, to spend Halloween, and we haven't even spent Halloween together in years. But how crazy would it would it be to actually go to maybe Loretta's house because she gets like three hundred people uh, and do something huge there, and all of us are there together, and we have like this huge haunted house going on or something. Like I think that would be neat if, yeah. if we yeah. can somehow be able to pull that off. I mean, I would yeah. drive down to to the to your place uh, and bring like as many things as I can throw in my truck, because uh, <laughs> because I would want to make that thing sweet. That's for sure. Yeah, I it's mean, it's pretty I awesome. You do get tons of kids. I mean, we get about three hundred kids every year. Yeah, but and that's because you-, you guys you guys give out full blown candy bars to everybody. So those <laughs> kids are probably like, yeah, these guys give out. Full candy bars. Let's still rock that house. You want to talk about you want to talk about tradition. So, 16 years ago, when we moved into this house, Don was like, "Yeah, we're going to get full size candy bars out." And we're like, "Okay, well, at the time, you can go to the store and you can get five candy bars for like a dollar." Well, you can't get five candy bars for a dollar. You <laughs> yeah. can't even get one for a dollar anymore. <laughs> I know it's like a dollar seventy five. Right. So you got to look for the deals now. And so, yeah, I start getting candy really early on because you could just not afford that much candy all at one time. But we still give out the full size candy bars. Plus, in fact, we're on a kind of a corner of, you know, a fairly main busy street. And we just get bombarded because people see that we decorate. Well, we when we decorate beginning of October, everybody that's going by all the time, they always see our houses all lit up. We have 
you know, ghosts going through the windows and there's always some type of cemetery. And on the side there, we have a whole candy corn uh, acres that we do with all candy corn. So it's kind of, you know, not as spooky for the little ones and then a little spooky for other things. We try not to make it too scary because we want the little ones to come up. But uh, but yeah, talk about tradition. So over the years, you know, we were saying, you know, you, go, you knew the houses to go to. And I said to John not that many years ago, I said, you remember when you were little and you knew what houses to go to and you said, yeah, that one's giving good candy or that one's all decorated up. I said, yeah, we just became that house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So speaking of traditions, um, hopefully you guys do this tradition still. This was one from when we were kids, but I definitely do. Although I just recently got got the the main part and that is the um crystal pumpkin jar and then you have to oh, fill yeah. it with the pumpkin candies the, yep. the candy corn oh, yeah. do you guys still have do you have a crystal pumpkin jar yes yes <laughs> yep. so i actually have two i have one because <laughs> michelle went nuts one year she got me the clear one the crystal one well they're both crystal but she got me the clear one and then she went back and found one that was orange so I actually have an orange one as well oh, that's, uh, cool. that, that's see-through. So so I just fill them both up, even though you can only do like four pumpkin candies before you're starting to get a stomach ache. But <laughs> right. beside the point, you just keep eating them. <laughs> I'm lucky because John doesn't like them, so I get them all to myself. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. There you go. So, so let, me ask you, let me ask you this. Do you like the pumpkin candies better or, or the um, – the other ones there, the candy the, uh, corn, the, the candy, candy corns. Uh, Which one do you like, Loretta? Oh, the, I like the pumpkins better than candy corns, but I do like yeah. candy corns. I have well, this like obsession with candy corns. I even did a uh, made my own candy corn tree because nobody made nobody was manufacturing candy corn tree. So I got a white tree and spray painted it to make it look like candy corn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So let me let me ask you guys this. As a kid, I could probably eat easily a whole bag of those pumpkin candies. How many can you eat now? Oh, no. <laughs> Very few. Yeah, Very few. Can eat like probably. two or three and then I'm sick. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I get about four and I'm pretty much done and then I got to take a break because, yeah, it's too sugary. Yeah. No. So there's, there's one other thing yeah. I wanted to bring up that's happening – right now and i don't know if it kind of died out or not but mike and i talked about this on another episode um but i want to ask you this question loretta and that is so there was a, a poll that people were or a petition that people were signing about changing the date for halloween from uh october 31st to the last saturday of of the month in october and what do you think of that? And, and oh, let me just tell you the reasoning behind it. They said the reason that they wanted to do that it was because they make it it makes it safer for the kids. I have some questions about that, but what do you think about them changing it to the last Saturday of the month? Well, first things first, All Hallows Eve is October 31st. If they're going to start doing that, then I suppose they better start changing Thanksgiving and Christmas to different days, too, to make it more convenient. As far as safety for kids, 
Well, if you're letting your kid run or run around without you watching them, then that's on you. And it doesn't matter what day of the week it is. It's worse to be out <laughs> on a Saturday when there's more traffic. I mean, so it's time for parents to saying, actually be parents. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. So what you're saying is, is you want to leave it on October 31st. <laughs> it, it needs to stay on October 31st. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's just ridiculous to me. So um, I wanted to run through just a couple other traditions that that I observe um, every year, and that is um, there's a there's a collection of stories that Tom actually found um, many years ago that I ran out and bought called October Dreams, a celebration of Halloween. It came out in 2002, and um, there's one particular story. It's it's made up of short stories by these horror writers, and then throughout the book they have um, these same authors, they'll they'll write uh, a favorite Halloween memory, and there was there was one in there called the Santa of Halloween, and the it's it's by Richard Lehman, and he talks about how when he was a kid going trick or treating, um, and just the way he describes it, it really just brought the flavor of Halloween out. You know, he talks about like. Um, you know, some some houses would would give out change, and you could. He always loved getting the change because the sound it would make as he's like jumping off the curb, and you know, getting the wax lips and things like that. Um, I read that story every year, and then um, of course um, Orson Welles and the Mercury Theater they did a radio production of War of the Worlds. Um, it re originally aired um, between 8 and 9 p.m. on October 30th, 1938. Um, and it's really cool. I actually listen to that every October 30th. So that's become a little tradition. And then of course I read It's Halloween every year and I've never missed a year, even when it's too late. And uh, I'm ready to go to bed. If I haven't read it, I'll be I'll run into the office, grab the book, read it real quick, and then go to sleep. Um, but those are the things that that I do every every single year. Do you guys have anything like that that you make sure you you do? Well, I don't know. I, we uh, we always make sure that we have stuff decorated up really really nice. Um, I don't know if I really have too many traditions other than now just having um, you know friends over and and that's kind of become our friends' traditions, too, because uh, I think they get a, more of a kick out of handing candy out than we do. But um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I think just the whole um, preparing for for Halloween and just getting things decorated up, I mean, we, we really enjoy doing that, even as, you know, older adults now. We still have a good time and uh you know it's rewarding i mean you have these kids that come up and even parents um that come up and uh, uh say oh we've been coming since we were in second grade and you know now they're like going off to college and stuff it's crazy yeah that's, yeah, that's <laughs> um, crazy. but yeah so that's it's it's kind of neat i think uh really i think our tradition is just you know keeping keeping uh the spirit alive of what we started and uh, we just can continue it on. I think uh, Halloween, uh, by the time things are buttoned up and closed down, we, we have our traditional glass of wine and we call it a night. <laughs> Anything yeah, so, uh, for you, Tom? Yeah, I, mine, mine usually starts September 15th. Well, actually, it starts well before that. I'm already starting to think about, you know, what I want to do for a haunted house at my house. But I usually go to Spirit Halloween. That always gets me pumped up because I like looking at all the merchandise and 
you know, obviously Walmart and other places, you know, where they, they start bringing in all the Halloween gear. That's huge. I always set up a dummy every year to try to scare all the kids and everything when they come through the house. I mean, now everybody's out of the house, but I'll still do it for Michelle. I'll just leave it right by the door. And then hopefully when she walks in, she freaks out. And I've gotten everyone every year, but she's the hardest to get. But I remember one year I had in Kylie's room, I had a dummy just chilling on, on this, this little, uh, this little chair in her room and she came home from soccer pack practice and it was pitch dark and she walked down the hallway and into this back room and she flipped the light on and she screamed so loud because that dummy looked so real. And, uh, I do that. (laughs) I I do it every year (laughs) to everybody. As a matter of fact, I think it was either last year or the year before that I bought this like 10 foot clown and I left it in the hallway. And when everybody opened the door, it was, it was motion activated. So it started talking and they were freaking out on that. So I always do that, that every year. Creepy. It that is, is creepy. creepy that <laughs> I always, I always I watch uh, house on haunted Hill. I always, always do that. I started the tradition that, that you, uh, are doing mike and that's listening to war of the worlds of course i always um i always read the uh it's halloween uh you know jack perlutsky book um that has to happen and then uh you know obviously i always have a haunted house and this year i'm not obviously because uh i'm going to be at your place but the new tradition that i actually started even um last year also was listening to ghost stories on my record player and i would get you know people uh, I try to get the whole family together and, and have them, you know, we shut all the lights off. We leave like, you know, just the, the, the certain little orange lights that I put around my, my living room with all the, the villages and stuff like that. Um, I have people uh, listen to the ghost stories on that record. Um, we're going to do that. And then, uh, and yeah, I mean, you got to have apple cider. That's usually a big deal. Uh, and then, and then really what we, what we really need to start nowadays is, is maybe read, um, out of our book, maybe get all the kids together. You know, I'm, I, I got a grandkid now, so he's going to be hearing stuff from our book, the Transylvania Traveler. So, um, I think that that's probably going to get, get it brought out here and, and have people start listening to that. So, yeah, it'll be, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. All right, cool. Do you guys have any anything else um, as far as like traditions that you may want to start or, you know, or will do, would do in the future possibly? There is one thing that I probably will start doing a little bit more um, just because I'm really into virtual reality and that's putting people through uh, this haunted house that I have in VR because I did it last year and man, there was people freaking out. It's called affected the manor. I brought it up, um, in past episodes, but affected the manor is a, is a haunted house that you walk through and it has jump scares. And if anybody's tried VR, uh, you will know that that is really immersive and really will get you jumping. And I did that for a couple of kids last year and they loved it. So that's that's something I'm probably going to put you know some more people in this year. Nice. Yeah, I, I think, think only, there, uh, yeah, 
I was going to say, the only thing I can say is that, you know, every year I kind of reinvent the wheel with different things that I do. So I guess just uh, keeping on social media to see what I dream up next. <laughs> nice. Uh, you know, I think uh, there's one thing, I guess this is already a tradition, but it's something that I see definitely doing in the future. And that is October 31st, um, like right at the end of the night when we're getting ready to go to bed is either that or in the morning of November 1st. And that's calling you guys and playing Bing Crosby, white Christmas. Uh, I, I, yeah. It's beginning to look like Christmas. <laughs> yep. As soon as you go from Halloween, this you're immediately so the very next day. It's you start getting Christmas stuff the going. Yeah. Loretta starts getting her notebooks out. Yeah. No, she's yeah, already had sorry, the, the yeah. little notebooks. <laughs> Last year, that started a year in advance. I don't know what you're all talking about. (laughs) Well, let's let's uh, let's definitely wrap this up because we're we're definitely this episode is going to go a little bit longer. So uh, do you want to take us out, Mike? Uh, Yeah. Um, Usually we like to uh, to end with uh, playing a little music. Um, And at the beginning of the episode, we were playing um, uh, Wojciech Kilar's score from Bram Stoker's Dracula. So to take us out, we're going to play one of our favorite tracks from that uh, soundtrack, and it's called Vampire Hunters. So uh, with that, uh, enjoy and have a good evening. Mm-hmm.